A billion years ago, there was nothing but space Then one of God's wet farts blew all the planets in place There were no signs of life on Mars or Venus But planet Earth was blessed with two baby geniuses Baby geniuses, we know everything Baby geniuses, we know everything Baby geniuses, we know everything Baby geniuses, tell us something we don't know Hello, Hello babies. babies. Welcome to Baby Geniuses. I'm Emily. I'm Lisa. Thanks for listening to our show. Here we are. Here we are. Back at it again. <laughs> <laughs> With the white bands. Um, <laughs> damn, Daniel, how's everybody doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you hate that? I loved it. <laughs> you hate that a lot. <laughs> I liked it so much. Is that... And one of the memes you repeat most out loud, you'd say? I have been very careful not to talk about damn Daniel in public <laughs> as much anymore. <laughs> like it, I still think about it a lot. Uh, the one that we do the most is, I can't believe you've done this. What is that? Um, just like someone just walks up to a guy. He's like sitting at a computer and his friend just punches him in the face, like in the head, basically. And then he just goes, oh, I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> And it's really funny. (laughs) Oh my God. And it's very applicable to like everything. That's really good. Yeah. I like it. Um, What, like my mom will never stop doing uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good, which is just from Kirby Enthusiasm. Oh. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm sure that there's going to be some that I'm just not going to stop doing until I die. Yeah. I don't know if that's a meme. (laughs) What is a meme? What is a meme? <laughs> I, I don't want you to answer. I'm just don't, saying I'm just don't. musing philosophically mm-hmm. about the definition. But don't answer. Don't answer me. I also think a lot about the one where the guy's with a girl and then he's looking at another girl. Oh, yeah. That I, one's good. I just think about it a lot in terms of like things that I should be working on and things <laughs> I'd rather be working on. <laughs> things I'd rather be doing. I'm like, I'm like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good. That's a. There's so, it's very rich. It's, it's a very rich. rich area. It's a great, yeah. Um, how was your Halloween? Uh, it was good. We stayed in and tried to play a scary video game on Twitch stream, um, and it made me uh, seasick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I had <no>. to abruptly <laughs> stop. <laughs> and it wasn't Which is scary. its own kind of fright. Yeah. It was called Soma, and we played it on easy mode, so there like, kept being scary things, like kind of coming close to us and running near us, but then not doing anything. So we're like, this is... Not working, but I also don't really enjoy playing scary games, so it was yeah. kind of just a failure all around. How was yours? Um, it was good. We gave out candy, and th- th- we have a lot left over. How many trick-or-treaters did you get? I don't know. I would say maybe like 50. What? That's a ton. Yeah, That's but I so bought many. a lot of candy. <laughs> That's so many, though. Like um, I've never heard of anyone else getting that many. N- Really? Yeah. Like, I mean, I maybe think it, less than 50. I, I don't know. It just varies a ton. There were groups. So it's like maybe like 10 or 15 groups. That's amazing. But um, yeah, there were some really good ones. There was one kid who was dressed up like a full centaur um, <laughs> and he had like a back horse part that he had to like drag around. Um, and there was a kid who was just wearing a sh- uh, shirt that said the word life on it. And he handed me a picture of lemons no. <laughs> oh my god did he and think i was of like that? what 
And he was like, when life gives you lemons, and then like left. <laughs> <laughs> Did his parents think of that or was it him? <laughs> Probably <know>. him. <laughs> uh, there was also a kid who was dressed up like a firefighter. And when I opened the door really suddenly, he got really scared and I handed him candy and he was with two two like adult women. And he was like, and, and I, I don't know, his mom or something was like, oh my God, oh, are you scared? And I was like, happy Halloween. And then as I was closing the door, I heard her say, let's go home. <laughs> Sorry, that's really funny. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> it's like, you're dressed as the bravest thing. Yeah. <laughs> the door opening. Like, and I was dressed as Weird Al. Maybe that was scary. <laughs> Uh, I I saw you made it onto Weird Al's uh, Instagram. There were like 500 people. 500 people dressed as Weird Al. Amazing. I I won't say I deserve to be on that list, but I'm I'm grateful to you. You definitely did. And I looked for you. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't tag him, so I didn't expect that I would. But uh, it was a super last minute costume. Because over the weekend, me and Peter were from I Think You Should Leave the guy in the hot dog suit and then the guy that he points at saying that guy's also dressed like a hot dog. Um, and, but Peter's hot dog costume was just like a very chemically like garbage costume yeah. and it smelled really bad. So he threw it away as soon as we got home. <laughs> um, and I was like, I'm not going to wear one half of that couple's costume on Halloween for trick or treaters. Yeah. So. But um, it, I was like, I was also like, I was like, is a weird out costume. Does that, do anything for kids but there are a couple kids who were really excited about it oh really yeah oh they didn't like say anything but then their dad behind them was like they're really big fans oh that's nice yeah so that was cool that's great yeah uh it's an it's a very i I can't believe i've never been him for halloween before but yeah it was super easy costume to put together i think i'd be too excited if i was like wearing that costume because i just wanted to be him so bad when i was oh really seven years old yeah i like drew myself as him all the time except i had a cat head it was complicated (laughs) it was complicated i had his you should be that for halloween oh my god that would just be so exciting i don't know why something being exciting is a reason not to do it because do you (laughs) do you ever feel (laughs) <laughs> like if you were something that you truly want to be so bad that people will just look at you and think that you're some kind of creep, like, <laughs> but like they'll be able to tell not, that like that that you're like getting off on it. But I wouldn't be getting off on it. It's but like just not, that you're happy. It's not sexual. It's just like it's just. I I honestly I'm I think, not. I am not trying to make you feel bad, but I don't relate to that feeling. It doesn't really make sense. It's it doesn't not make rational. sense, and I I really think that when I see someone doing the thing that makes them really happy, there's no judgment. Yeah. It makes me happy to see people doing the things that they clearly love. I don't know where this feeling's coming from. It's like, it's like if I suddenly was so self-actualized and people were like, that sucks, then it would be like just straight to my core. Oh, wow. It's so weird to think that. Yeah, it should be. I think getting older is letting go of that feeling. I think it is. Yeah. I think you should do it. Okay. So I'll be a, a black and white tuxedo cat wearing a, Hawaiian shirt. Yes. With a guitar. Yes. That's what I want it to be. <laughs> you weird Al, but he plays guitar instead of accordion. <laughs> Do you have a picture of this? I have your- drawings of it. Somewhere. Oh my God. Well, you went home and you like went through a bunch of your old life. Yeah, I did. Um, I went to my parents' house for the weekend just to like look through my old horse stuff because I've been drawing all these comics about being like a little horse girl and a big horse girl. Um, mm. <laughs> so it never went away. Um, 
And it was so weird. Like I even read through my old yearbooks and like read all the signatures people left me. And I tried to read my high school diaries and it was like spraying acid on my face. Like every time I try to read them, I'm like, I'll be ready now. And just no. I, oh, I can't. wow. You're still it's still not. It's OK, so horribly embarrassing and just like I just cared about the dumbest stuff I'm and I was dying to read this oh my god <laughs> I thought being able to give a good blowjob was really important when I was <laughs> 16 <laughs> oh man and uh, it turns out it's super unimportant it's so unimportant <laughs> it's amazing um it's just not that hard it's not <laughs> nor is it that fun no <laughs> I'm a bad person. <laughs> but anyways, reading um, the things other people wrote in my yearbooks was way more illuminating than reading my own oh, diaries. yeah. Like, there was one in a middle school yearbook that was like, Lisa, we had always been such good friends, uh, but at the end of this year, I don't know what happened. Anyways, have a great summer. I was like, what happened? Whoa. And did you ever follow up on that? No, I think... I think what happened is that I was in kind of a, like a shy nerdy click. And then I was shifting into being in like kind of an artsy or louder click. And uh-huh. I probably didn't handle that shift diplomatically. Yeah. You ditched your friends. I think I probably did because yeah. I was, we've all done it. I was 14 or had it done to us. I wanted to be friends with everyone, but like, you know, there were people I wanted to hang out with more at the time. Cause I was yeah. changing as a person. Um, uh, yeah, click shifting was like a real thing. It's a real thing. It's the most dramatic thing in the world. So dramatic back yeah. then. And now there's just like not really. I mean, I don't, I haven't been in a click since I yeah. can't remember. I don't, I don't hang out with my friends anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs> I have like a lot of different groups that I kind of yeah. move in and out of. Um, yeah. There was some really real, yeah, stuff and, things in there. Um, I also, it was weird to like realize like how, when I was, you know, 16 self-care wasn't a concept. Oh yeah. At all. Like, well, yeah, it's a relatively new. I mean, the term itself is relatively new, but like just like doing nice things for yourself or yeah, just like taking care of yourself. And like, I mean, even like, I mean, even like our dietary stuff was so weird back then. Like I didn't know like gluten was a thing. I didn't know like low FODMAPs was not even invented yet. And like um, everyone thought that like low fat was the best way to go. And we had that like um, nutritional chart that was just like eat lots of the food pyramid. Yeah. 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 It was like eat pasta. Yeah. (laughs) 11 (laughs) servings of pasta. I feel like, uh, someone who, someone just like hacked into the, (laughs) hacked into the national nutrition center or whatever. And was like, um, bread and pasta is the thing we should all eat. Mm." But then like fat was at the top. Like you shouldn't have any fat. It was so dumb. It was so wrong. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of glad that Younger people these days. I mean, even they probably aren't that great at self care because they're still young and they're still they're still hell but to pay, le- yeah, yeah, for being a young person. But at least the idea of it exists. Yeah. What 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 about reading your diaries and stuff made you realize that? Um, I think because I I was having a lot of I was first having a lot of stomach problems when I was like seventeen. Oh yeah, and just going to doctors and stuff and trying to figure it out. And my like diaries from then of like what I was eating were so like, it was like I had a cup of noodle for breakfast and then a slice of cake for lunch. And then uh, someone said I should eat more protein. Do eggs have protein? I don't know. Like I just, it was just nobody telling me 
what to eat. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I just didn't know. Um, yeah. I mean, I was familiar with the concept that I should eat better, but I didn't like it. Yeah. My brother sat me down and had me a talk, had a talk with me one time. He did? <laughs> yeah. Cause he was like one of his friends, we got to leave campus for school for lunch. Um, and, uh, one of his friends, one of his friends was going to Wendy's and I like made him give me a ride and I got like two extra large orders of fries and his mm-hmm. friend like told my brother and my brother was like, Emily, we need to talk. <laughs> 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 you can't eat like that. I mean, you can eat like that right now, but you're not gonna be able to eat like that later. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did you listen? I mean, I clearly heard it, but I don't know if I changed my behavior. I would go to Jack in the Box like every day for lunch. Really? Yeah. Because we could. Yeah. And I wanted those curly fries. Oh God, those curly fries are so good. They didn't, it didn't like have a lot of consequence until my stomach was really fucked up all of a sudden. (laughs) I was like, oh. (laughs) I've been resisting posting about this, but like I've been very proud of myself for like the breakfasts I've been making and eating Mm because I've been doing this make ahead thing. And I'm like, I just don't want my Instagram to go full on uh, fake Martha Stewart because I'm not actually good at that stuff. But But I want to see that stuff. Yeah, maybe I'll just, (laughs) I'll make a separate Instagram just for you to look at. Yes, please. (laughs) Because I've been doing, I'll, I'll make egg cups and, on Sunday and I'll also make a like Mediterranean like cucumber radish tomato herb and feta salad that just keeps forever and I'll just have those two things for breakfast every day and so it's like 100% make ahead and it feels pretty healthy because it's like I don't know no bread or whatever yeah but um I've been proud of myself for that. I'm so proud of myself whenever I make anything ahead of time. Oh that yeah. I, that I can eat later. It's, it's just like what I'm like, I should <laughs> open a restaurant. Like this is genius. <laughs> I am basically amazing. Yeah. That's the thing where I'm like the amount of credit I give myself for things like that makes me think there's no way I could ever have kids because I'm barely doing this. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you could have kids. You'd figure it out. Ugh. I don't know if you I don't would. Have to, though. <laughs> I don't think I'd enjoy it. Me neither. <laughs> still, don't get me wrong. I still want to lure them to my house to give them candy. <laughs> I still love them. Oh my god! I have so much leftover candy. What are you going to do with it? I don't know. I like, and were I, you the one who asked on Twitter? Yes. And, and someone said, "Make a stew." <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jesse Thorne said, "Make a stew." Oh, it's Jesse Thorne. <laughs> I said, "What's everyone doing with their leftover Halloween candy?" And no one knew what I meant by that, which was like, "What do I do with mine?" Yeah. But everyone was like, "Sorry, I'm all out. You can't have any of mine." <laughs> and I was like, "No, I don't." I, I got candy that I thought kids would like, which means it's candy that I don't want because it's like ring yeah. pops. Ew. Like, I'm not going to eat a bunch of ring pops. Yeah. <laughs> um, but as a kid, that was the fucking best thing in the world. Yeah. But now kids, I just have. Did kids seem excited by your your offerings? Or, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. There were a couple kids who <laughs> <laughs> I like I was alternating. I was like wasn't sure if I was going to get rid of this candy. So for a while I was like handing it out myself. And for a while I was just like letting kids like reach their hand in and grab it. Yeah. And there were a few kids who, when I held it down for them to reach in and grab, they just grabbed handful after handful and didn't stop taking. (laughs) Even as I started to try and pull the bowl away, they would just keep grabbing more and like maybe like eight handfuls and just like not picking up on any of the signals of me trying to be like, okay, your time for grabbing the candy is over. One of them stood there as his other friends came and took and he just stood there the entire time and like his other friends came up one by one, took a handful and then left and he just 
just stood there and he then at the end he said trick or treat again and then grabbed another handful. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I have so much respect for this kid right now. (laughs) Well, and like, I guess you should have let them because you have so much candy. I know, I should have just, yeah. You should call that kid back over. (laughs) Where are their parents though? Aren't aren't the parents like, "Uh, honey, maybe These kids were like 13. They were on their own. But yeah, the, the, it's interesting. The parents don't come up onto the porch with them. Yeah. They like stand sort of like away and then the kids go yeah, up my, on the porch. My parents did that too. It's really? Like, yeah. Go up by yourself. It's so scary going up to a stranger's house. I know. But that's what I liked about it is that you'd get to like kind of peer inside these homes. Yeah. That you live so close to and you never get to look inside. Oh yeah, that's true. And like sometimes they had like a weird smell. <laughs> oh, I'm sure my house has a weird smell. We had just been carving pumpkins that day. So it definitely smelled weird. So, so strange. We were also, we also watched Over the Garden Wall. Mm. Um, that was like our Halloween. Oh. Very good Halloween watch. That's but such then, a good fall tradition. Yeah. That. And, but if you were standing at the front door, you could see the TV. So a bunch of kids, when I would open the door, they just started staring at the TV because there was cartoons playing. <laughs> <laughs> and then it would just be like, I would have to just like close the door on them as they were still standing there, like looking in. <laughs> Kids, kids are so dumb and weird. I love them. <laughs> oh, they really are. They're great. Uh, <laughs> they're, they, I mean, that's the thing is I would not enjoy having a kid, but they are so funny. Yeah. Oh, it makes me sad that they don't trick or treat at our neighborhood. Like there were, they don't, there weren't any, there was like two groups and they didn't come up to our, you have to lure them. You have to make it very clear. And then every so often I would like look outside and there was like a house across the street that had like crazy lights and like a ton of like very clear. And I was like, I just was watching people head toward that house. And I was like, Oh, I need to make my house a beacon. Yeah. But then also I don't know why I care so much about it. Because it's fun. It is fun, but also I could just not do it. <laughs> yeah, we didn't do it. Yeah. I basically um, hid. <laughs> um, it was fun, though, but my niece came over, who's like two, Aww. and she had a lot of fun. With, like, she had to leave before most of the trick-or-treaters come, came, but like there were a couple that came while she was there, and like uh, I guess she was like one and a half, mm-hmm. and um, every time they came to the door, she tried to like walk out after them after they left. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, we're all going. <laughs> I'm following you, you kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was really excited. You can't survive out there. Yeah. <laughs> You're a baby. <laughs> uh, anyway. Cute. Um, should we do some kind of segment? <laughs> yes. Is it time for Chunch Chat? <laughs> Let's do the first of our many segments. Yeah. Uh, it's time for Chunch Chat, our regular segment where we talk about <laughs> any news in the world of Martha Stewart's pony, Ben Chunch. Chunch. When the clock strikes noon, we could have a picnic lunch, find wine, full moon, and we're chatting about Chunch. Chunch. Oh, before we do Chunch Chat, I also just wanted to say that all the Tuca and Birdie Halloween costumes made me really happy. Oh, they were so good. There were some really good Dracas. Oh yeah. I saw one at a party. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was awesome. Yeah. So thanks to everyone who did that. Very good. Warmed my cockles. That's <laughs> part of my heart. I think. Um, <laughs> okay. Chunch chat. 
Martha Stewart um, just posted a picture of fall foliage on her Instagram. And she wrote, the woods this morning were ablaze with autumn color. It is so delightful to ride the horses on the carriage roads at this time of year. Reds, pinks, yellows, greens, browns, everywhere. The pink is winged unanimous. Um, (laughs) The pink is what? Winged unanimous, which I guess is a type of plant. Oh. And, she did, and she did all of this in a run-on sentence with no... Oh, yeah. Her punctuation game is real odd. It's wild and I love it. Yeah. It keeps me on my toes. Um, and anyways, I just commented, let's see those horses. She <laughs> mentioned the horses but did not photograph them. So I really oh, hope yeah. she doesn't block me or uh, restrict me. <laughs> oh, that would be really foolish of her. I know it would hurt my feelings. But... Whatever, it would be fine. I'd understand. Um, I am dying to know what her awareness level of you is. I know. <laughs> I know. I just, it's like of all, if I die and I go to heaven and they say like, you can get the answers to any questions you had on earth. That would, it, <laughs> it wouldn't be the first one, but it would be top 10. It would be up there. Yeah. She, she has definitely been aware of me in the past, but then... Oh, she has. Yes. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. But then it. it well, people on her team have been aware of you, but has she? That's a good. That's a good question. That's my. That's what I want to know. That's a great question. I want to know what her feelings are because it was weird. Because for a while, the answer was like, yes, 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 we can do something, and then it was like, but wait, are you going to make fun of her? No. Okay. Yes, 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 and then it just went away because for yeah, so many reasons. Um. So yeah, I don't know. She's faved comments I've made on her Instagram before. So that's so exciting. that's okay. But, yeah, but it's like she probably just liked the comment. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know who I am. What if she posts pictures of the horses and is like, "Here you go, Lisa draws." I would die. I would die. <laughs> I would drop dead and die, and I still wouldn't be satisfied. I'd be like, "Okay, let me come ride them." Like it would just, it would escalate further. If you give a mouse a cookie, <laughs> exactly. If you give a Lisa a chunch, yes, she will ride. Um. Oh, and I learned uh, Billie Eilish is a horse girl. Oh. Our our number one pop artist at the moment. I describe her as a monster mash artist because I think all of her songs are monster mashes. Oh, really? Which is one of my favorite genres of music. Yeah. I should be listening to her. Okay. Because they're creepy. Now there's multiple reasons why I should listen to her because the other thing was a <laughs> trick-or-treater came to my house dressed as Billie Eilish. Oh. And I was like, what's your costume? And she was like, Billie Eilish. I tried. <laughs> That's so cute. And I was like, no, it's great. I just don't know what she looks like. I but I didn't it. want to admit that I didn't know what Billie Eilish looks like. Kids love her music. Yeah, apparently. Her music sounds like creepy and sexy, but it actually is like kind of kid friendly. Oh. And um, it sounds sort of Fiona Appley, but it's like more pop. And Oh, like, that sounds great. It's really fun. I love it. It's yeah. very creepy. Um, but she uh, said in an interview, horses are the only things that bring me peace. Wow. Same girl. Let's go ride together. <laughs> oh my gosh. Now I have to just get in touch with Billie Eilish somehow. She's my new Martha Stewart. Billie Eilish, do you listen to our podcast? Please listen. She's like 17. <laughs> She's the coolest 17 year old in the world. She would be so Is she 17? Yeah. Wow. Unless she turned 18, but yeah. She would be one of our teen listeners that That's we're always right. asking about. I know. How exciting. <laughs> um, but horse girls are cool now. Yeah. So ride the uh, wave, ride the wave and the horse. Um, Oh, I have one more horse thing. This is kind of spooky. This one horse person that I've passed on the trail twice now um, has warned me. Are you going up towards the hills? Because be careful. They're doing animal sacrifice up there. And then before I can like kind of process what she said and be like, what? She's gone. 
So <laughs> she's just <gasps> gone. So I <laughs> was she trying to spook you? I don't know. And I just really want to ask her, what kind of animals <laughs> are they sacrificing? What are people doing to them? What do you think you saw? And just what? Like just what, what? 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 Stop what? and talk to me. Stop it. What are you talking about? <laughs> I've never seen any evidence of any of what this up in the hills. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Where in the hills? Does anyone in LA have any information about this? Please write to us at babygeniusespodcast at gmail.com. Please let us know if you've been up in them hills in Griffith Park and wow. you've seen any evidence of any of this. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is this lady talking about? That's so crazy. Lady, do you listen to this podcast? Come find me. Tell me. This this is one of uh, our more desperate podcasts. I just keep asking if people are listening to it. <laughs> are you out there? Yeah. I mean, what? why else would you make a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> to make you hang out with me. Aww. Which is also desperate. <laughs> That's reason number one. We hung out last week without podcasting. I know. Don't you guys wish you could know what we talked about? Ooh, baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was fun. It was fun. Um. But it's making it hard for me to remember what we talked about then slash versus the last time we podcasted. I know. But. Because <laughs> we were at this very same table. That's, that's true. That's also blurring the lines a little. Yeah. Do you, I often remember things that I've talked about based on what I was looking at when I talked about them. Oh, yeah. Do you do that? Yeah. Um, Or like if I'm playing like a video game on my phone, it'll be like when I, if I'm stuck on a level, like when I'll open it again, I'll just remember exactly what I was like listening to the last time I oh yeah played it. When I look at drawings I've made, I remember what I was listening to or, or watching while drawing. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Kind of weird. Very weird. Um, that concludes Chunch Chat. <laughs> that concludes Chunch Chat. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back with One on Fun. Yes. And then Endorse Horse. Yeah. Or should we make Endorse Horse like a spontaneous... Oh, uh, thing that we just sort of jump into and you just never know when it's coming. That's fun. I like that. Okay. A, yeah. Maybe we'll exciting. do that. Yeah. yeah. Just, you don't know when it's going to get you. Uh, it's time for one on fun. One on fun. Uh, <laughs> Lisa, do you have anything to endorse this week? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, uh, that's, yes. not, that's not my question. That's not my question. <laughs> Wait, too late. Here comes the endorse horse. Cue up the music. Baby geniuses endorse, letting nature take its course. Endorphins pump from the source when they hop up on that horse. Two babies, one endorse horse. Endorse horse. Endorsing services and items, no remorse. Two babies, one endorse horse. Riding off into the sunset, now here's something we endorse. Um, this week, I'd like to endorse... Uh, I just finally watched Wong Kar Wai's movie In the Mood for Love, and I realized I'd never seen it before, which is crazy, because it's like one of the best movies ever. Okay. And it's really good. And it's weird because it's really, really horny and sensuous and like sumptuous, but not that much happens. Huh. It's like there's just a lot of like sexy tension in it. Oh, I like that. Gorgeously shot and the cost, the outfits are just stunning and like, um, yeah. And it was fun to see it after having gone to Hong Kong. Cause now I'm like, oh yeah, I understand how everything's kind of boxed in and claustrophobic and there's oh, these cool. like yeah. tenement buildings. And, um, 
Yeah, it was a great movie. Recommend. Do you have anything to endorse? Um, or could, should this just be a one over the garden wall? Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed it. I thought I thought it was really funny, and they're all all the episodes are on Hulu, and yeah, I really liked it. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it's very gorgeous. It's well done. It's the songs are really good. I like a mini series. It's kind of nice to like have something so beautiful that doesn't need to like continue forever, and that it's yeah. not you know yeah it's good. It's just a good one off. Yeah. And uh, they got a really good voice cast. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, one on. We're back. Back to one on fun. Um, all right, um, Emily. Oh yes, if thank you God. Could go back and change one thing about high school. What would it be? Oh, <laughs> this is a dark question. <laughs> oh, I'm I like mean, a big thing, or a. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Yeah, it could be. It could dark. be dark. I'm yeah. like, I would have broken up with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that I would have. Um, I kind of wish that I enjoyed myself a bit more. I was really boy crazy, which is like fine. That's like kind of hard to hard to uh, not be yeah, you can't really when you're at that age. That. But I do feel like it was one of those things where like when I left high school, I was like, oh, it was all happening when I felt like nothing was ha- like my life was happening. And I had like really I enjoyed high school in yeah. a lot of, you know, for most of it. Um I don't have huge regrets about it, but I just wish I had enjoyed the things that I should have enjoyed more. And yeah, you know, um, I, I guess I regret not keeping some of the clothes I bought at thrift <laughs> stores in high school. I don't know. Oh my know. God. I bought such weird clothes. Yeah. Uh, I, I would have dressed differently. I think. Yeah. That would have been cool. I didn't know what I was doing. That's kind of fun though, isn't it? Do you or do you regret wearing like weird thrift store stuff or like- no? I just regret not wearing more of it sooner oh, yeah. and like doing a better job of it. Yeah, because I think I was just like not as adventurous as I could have been. Yeah, you know what actually is a one big concrete regret is like I made my own prom dress junior year mm-hmm. and I really had this idea of having like a very full skirt, but I didn't understand that you needed to wear something underneath it in order for that to be the case. Yes. I would have gone back and done that. Oh yeah, that uh, that I regretted. You know, for years, I still regret it. <laughs> you gotta go back and bring yourself a bustle or hoop. <laughs> um, Lisa, yes. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to ask you the same question, even though I want to know. <laughs> tell me, tell me the answer to that, and then I'll ask you a question. Uh, what would I change? Yeah. Um, I wish I'd like understood better that instead of just like obsessing over the person I had a crush on for like a year, I should have just asked them out and then they could have said yes or no. And then I could have moved on with my yes. life. Yes. Oh my God. Why did I do that? Like Huge. I fucking drove myself crazy and I, I fucking drove them crazy too. Yeah. Like I was just being a weirdo. Yeah. It was, there's like no reason to be, or just like ask someone, you know, to find out if they like you. Yeah. They would tell your friend. Yeah, I didn't tell anyone. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I was just being weird. Like, ugh, yeah, it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God damn it. It's so hard to just. So hard. To not. It's so hard to not. It's so hard to realize how low stakes everything is. Yeah. If everything it feels like the highest so stakes in the world. Life or death. Yeah. Yeah. I also should not have like dated that guy for so long. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, Lisa. Yes. I'm really, I am really blanking super hard right now. Um, if you could, <laughs> um, would you rather be able to breathe underwater or burrow underground? <laughs> so breathe, like Bugs Bunny. So breathe underground. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But, but do I have strong? Am I? Do I have like big claws that help me dig? Is that what? I mean, it's okay if it's an easy question to answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to. I wonder. I think breathe underwater, but I'm just trying to think like, would it be helpful to be able to breathe and claw underground? Like if there's an earthquake or something, can I just suddenly tunnel and like, yeah, you could do a Bugs Bunny style. Yeah. And make a left at Albuquerque. <laughs> you have, you will always, the, tr- the catch is you always make the wrong turn at Albuquerque, whichever it. direction you need to Why go. Is there always a catch? <laughs> <laughs> Rob is dying. Um, is there a catch to breathing underwater? Um, yeah, the catch is like no water is like tastes good, so you can like taste the water as you breathe it. Ew, because you're like in the ocean. Yeah, it's so gross. The ocean really scares me. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. I think I would want to. <laughs> I think breathing underwater would be more helpful at times. Yeah, I'll do that one. Okay. That concludes one on one. This is a really, really tough choice. I don't know why I'm acting like this is a real choice. (laughs) Or that there's any consequences if you choose the thing that you don't actually want. I know. It's like I want to choose the ground one, but I'm worried. I'll need the water one more. I think the only reason you want to choose the ground one is because you want to believe in me and my question that there was a (laughs) real good reason for me to make that the second choice. And I want to relieve you of that feeling. There's not a good reason. No, it's just because I spend more time on ground than I do on water. (laughs) But like, sometimes you're on water. Anyways, it's decided. It's done. I can't go back. (laughs) I'm sorry to inform you. You've chosen wrong. (laughs) Damn it. I'm just kidding. Uh, that concludes one on fun. We'll be right back with Wiki of the Week. Macho man to the top rope. The flying elbow. The cover. We've got a new champion. We're here with Macho Man Randy Savage after his big win to become the new world champion. What are you going to do now, Match? I'm going to go listen to the newest episode of the Tights and Fights podcast. Oh, yeah. Tell us more about this podcast. It's the podcast of power. Too sweet to be sour. Funky like a monkey. Woke discussions, man. And jokes about wrestlers' fashion choices. Myself excluded. Yeah. I can't wait to listen. Neither can I. You can find it Thursdays on Maximum Fun. Oh, yeah, dig it. Welcome to Wiki of the Week. This week's Wikipedia page was sent to us by Matt Rigby. Rigby. Thank you, Matt. Uh, It's the Wikipedia page for table manners. 
And I'll be honest, my interest in this page mostly comes from the fact that I don't know any of them. (laughs) (laughs) What a shocker. (laughs) I don't either. (laughs) Neither of us went to finishing school. This might be a surprise to our listeners. Yes. Um, This is our finishing school. We are unfinished women. (laughs) Yes. Just jagged edges. Just sand us down, please. Someone get a rasp. Um, I like that on the side of this page, it says part of a series on meals. And then the picture for that is a painting of a bunch of cheese and fruit. Oh, it's like it's like a Dutch still life. Yeah. Um, (laughs) God, Wikipedia is so weird. Okay. Um, This article has multiple issues. Some of the, this article's listed sources may not be reliable. This article contains instructions, advice, or how-to content. It should be a wiki how, not oh. a Wikipedia. Um, table manners are the rules used while eating, which may also include the use of utensils. Different cultures observe different rules for table manners. Each family or group sets its own standards for how strictly these rules are to be enforced. Yeah, this, this article has multiple issues. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see any problems. <laughs> Western, so, okay, here's another thing that's interesting about this is there is a very strange selection of sections yeah. to it. There's Western Europe, including United Kingdom. Which, of course, it starts with Europe and yeah. then it goes to North America. <laughs> North America, India, China, Korea, and that's it. That's it. And it's like, there are a lot of other countries that I want to know about, but okay. Okay. Let's start with Europe, as yeah. we usually do. Yeah. Traditionally, in Western Europe, the host or hostess takes the first bite unless he or she instructs otherwise. See, that already seems kind of weird to me. Yeah. Why would the host take the first bite? I would wait in for In case the- it's poison. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Is that why? I don't know. The host begins after all food for that course has been served and everyone is seated. In religious households, a family meal may commence with saying grace. Or at dinner parties, the guests may begin the meal by offering some favorable comments on the food and thanks to the host. In a group dining situation, it is considered impolite to begin eating before all the group has been served their food and are ready to start. Well, that's true. Okay, I knew that one. Yeah, we agree with that. Yeah. Napkins should be placed on the lap and not tucked into clothing. <laughs> like a cartoon. You should not be shoving the napkin into your pocket. <laughs> they should not be used for anything other than wiping your mouth <laughs> and should be placed unfolded on the seat of your chair should you need to leave the table during the meal or placed unfolded on the table when the meal is finished. So no blowing your nose. Which, how am I supposed to blow my nose? I guess I need to leave you the table to for that. excuse yourself. The fork, dirty dog. <laughs> <laughs> the fork is held with the left hand and the knife held with the right. The fork is held generally with the tines down, using the knife to cut food or help guide food onto the fork. This is what I don't, I already don't, I'm like, why would you hold the fork with the left hand, knife with the right, if then you're going to switch the fork to the right hand to eat? Like, I guess because it's, yeah, it's like, this doesn't seem like a thing you need to lay out because it's just like, if I use my right hand to cut with if I need to cut because yeah. I'm right-handed. Right. But oh, then I yeah. switch and it's like, but no one needs to tell me to do that. I, um, when I was little, I was cutting and then I just didn't want to switch and I like kind of used my <laughs> hand backhandedly and my grandma like got so mad at me. Really? Yeah. And then she yelled at my mom for letting me do it. And my mom was like, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, these rules really don't apply to a lot of places. No. Um, With the tines up, the fork balances on the side of the index finger, held in place with the thumb and index finger. 
under no circumstances should the fork be held like a shovel with all tight with all fingers wrapped around the base. Hmm. Oh, I get what they mean. Yeah, it should uh, be like yeah, a single mouthful of food should be lifted on the fork, and you should not chew or bite food from the fork. So you shouldn't like overhand the fork. You need to like you shouldn't overhand it, and you also shouldn't like take a bite off it and then leave food on it. And then come back to it. Yeah. Like you should have one bite of food. And then if you did that, I would fucking pee. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also not considered good table manners. <laughs> um, <laughs> the knife should be held with the base into the palm of the hand, not like a pen with the base resting between the thumb and the forefinger. The knife must never enter the mouth or be licked. <laughs> oh, that's hard. That's a hard one. I love licking the knife because it's just it's so risky. But it's worth it. It's tantalizing. It is. It's and then it's like tickles your tongue a little bit sometimes. Yes. When eating soup, the spoon is held in the right hand and the bowl, the bowl tipped away from the diner, scooping the soup in outward movements. Uh, the soup spoon. I, we're, we're all just trying to mime this right now. Know, it's I'm, very I'm holding hard. A pen right yeah. now like <laughs> Everyone to... should be miming this if you can. The soup spoon should never be put into the mouth. What? Oh, like the, the wait. soup should be sipped from the side of the spoon. Wait, the what? So you're not like, you're not wrapping your whole mouth around the spoon. You're just like, you're sipping from the edge. You're just like pouring it into your mouth. I guess. Yeah. Food. Should, okay. Yeah, so the spoon, soup sh- spoon should never be put into the mouth, and soup should be sipped from the side of the spoon, not the end. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Food should always be chewed with the mouth closed. Sure. Talking with food in one's mouth is seen as very rude. But I think it could be cool. <laughs> <laughs> These are all just rules that are made to be broken. <laughs> Licking one's fingers and eating slowly can also be considered impolite. <laughs> yeah. It makes you look like a cartoon character. (laughs) (laughs) Food should always be tasted before salt and pepper are added. Um, Yeah, remember that scene in Joy Luck Club? The guy just pours salt on things. Um, Applying condiments or seasoning before the food is tasted is viewed as an insult to the cook as it shows a lack of faith in the cook's ability to prepare a meal. This I agree with. Yeah. Butter should be cut, not scraped from the butter dish using a butter knife or side plate knife and put onto a side plate, not spread directly onto the bread. This prevents the butter in the dish from gathering breadcrumbs as it is passed around. Oh yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. Bread rolls should be torn with the hands into mouth sized pieces and buttered individually from the butter placed on the side plate using a knife. Bread should not be used to dip into super sauces. Come on. Fuck you. Fuck off. Fuck you. I was with you on the butter thing and I didn't know that. And I was like ready to change my behavior. But now you've lost me again. Yeah. Bread is for sopping things up. Yeah. Ever heard of a bread bowl, asshole? Come on. As with butter, cheese should be cut and placed on your plate before eating. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. You don't want to like double dip with that knife. Only white wine or rosé is held by the stem of the glass, red by the bowl. I didn't know that. Interesting. Why? Um, I think because white wine and rosé are supposed to be served chilled. Yeah. And, and so red. that's why you hold by the stem and then Ooh, yeah. red is like room temperature. But I didn't know that it was like a rule or like, like you should be able to hold red by the stem. You just shouldn't hold white wine and rosé by the bowl. I didn't know this. Hmm. Pouring one's own drink when eating with other people is acceptable, but it is more polite to offer to pour drinks to the people sitting on either side. Wine bottles should not be upturned in an ice bucket when empty. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
It is impolite to reach over someone to pick up food or other items. That's true. But sometimes you gotta. Diners should always ask for items to be passed along the table to them. In the same vein, diners should pass those items directly to the person who asked. It is also rude to slurp food, eat noisily, or make noise with cutlery. Hmm. Elbows should remain off the table. When one has finished eating, this should be communicated to other diners and waiting staff by placing the knife and fork together on the plate at approximately six o'clock position with the fork tines facing upwards. (laughs) At family meals, children are often expected to ask permission to leave the table at the end of the meal. Oh, yeah. I had to do that. I had to do that. that? Yeah. Yeah. May I be be excused? excused? Yeah. May I be excused? Wow. It's like it's, it's always daring to ask if you haven't cleared your plate yet. Yeah. And it was also, I was just like, God, I could not wait to ask to be excused. I couldn't wait. It's so boring to sit there and listen to the parents talk about parent things. Ugh, yeah. Um, Have you seen that movie, Tampopo? Uh Uh-uh. It's about like a ramen shop in Japan. Oh, really? It's really great. It's from the 80s and it's really, there's some really surreal little vignettes in it. And there's a part where there's like a lady teaching like a finishing school in a restaurant and they're like not supposed to make any sound while (gasps) eating spaghetti. But then there's this man in the restaurant who keeps slurping and he won't stop and he's interrupting the class. And then suddenly all the women just start slurping the noodles (laughs) and they're just like... Like, it's so gross. And they're all just like, and even the teacher of the class does it. And it's like such a wonderful. Oh, that sounds great. Fun moment. I wish Japan, there was a Japan section on here because like we had to read about that before we went. And I think like slurping is okay there. Yeah. For soups and stuff. Yeah. Maybe it will be in the China section. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe we're on to the North America section. Oh, no, we're not. Mobile Uh, telephone. Oh, yeah. Should a mobile telephone. Should a mobile ring or if a text message is received, the diner- Or any other modern device. Any modern device of any kind. Your pager. uh, (laughs) The diner should ignore the call. I agree with that. In exceptional cases where the diner feels the call may be of an urgent nature, they should ask to be excused, leave the room, take the call out of earshot of the other diners. Placing a phone, keys, handbag, or wallet on the dinner table is considered rude. Mm, I get that. Yeah. I like keeping phones away during dinner. North America. Modern etiquette provides the smallest numbers and types of utensils necessary for dining. Only utensils which are to be used for the planned meal should be set. Even if needed, hosts should not have more than three utensils on either side of the plate before a meal. If extra utensils are needed, they may be brought to the table along with later courses. I like that. I like I that. I fucking hate that shit where there's like five forks. It's like, Yeah. And ugh. you're like, I don't know how to, how to plan this meal. I know. What am, what am I going to be eating? Like, yeah. What? Just bring me a new fork when I need a new fork. Yeah. A tablecloth extending 10 to 15 inches past the edge of the table should be used for formal dinners. Whoa, specific. While placemats may be used for breakfast, lunch, and informal suppers. Candlesticks, even if not lit, should not be on the table while dining during daylight daylight hours. (laughs) Okay. All right. At some restaurants, women may be asked for their orders before men. Mm. Okay. Men's and unisex hats should never be worn at the table. Ladies' hats may be worn during the day if visiting others. What? (laughs) That's crazy. Okay. Phones and other distracting items should not be used at the dining table. Reading at a table is permitted only at breakfast, unless the diner is alone. Urgent matters should be handled after an apology by stepping away from the table. I love to read while eating. Yeah. If food must be removed from the mouth for some reason, a pit, bone, or gristle, the rule of thumb, according to Emily Post, is that it comes out the same way it went in. Excuse me? (laughs) For example, if olives are eaten by hand, the pit may be removed by hand. 
If an olive in a salad is eaten with a fork, the pit should be deposited back onto the fork <laughs> inside one's mouth and then placed onto a plate. No, that's going to go terribly wrong. That just seems uh, so complicated. What? The same applies to any small bone or piece of gristle in food. This I, is going to make me yak, by the way. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> kind of. A diner should never spit things into a napkin, certainly not a cloth napkin. Oh, I, I do that sometimes. Since a napkin yeah. is always laid in the lap and brought up only to wipe one's mouth, hidden food may be accidentally dropped into the lap or onto the host's floor. Food that is simply disliked should be swallowed. Oh, no. What? Disagree. Um, Interesting. This reminds me of being in China and we were eating at a goose restaurant and we were like at a shared table with people. And one of the women just kept like letting goose bones fall out of her mouth while making direct. Are you trying to make me making (laughs) such direct eye contact with me while doing this? It was so funny. It was like such a power move. (laughs) By the way, uh, what do you mean a goose restaurant? Uh, It was a restaurant. Specifically known for roast goose. Wow. And we waited 90 minutes to get in. <laughs> and they had a lot of goose in there. Is goose good? Yeah, it was really good. It was like duck. It was like just super fatty. I've never had either. Yeah, I'm, you're vegetarian. Yeah. What am I even doing? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's weird. It's weird the meats that I haven't had. Yeah. That I'll never have. Oh, yeah, because you went vegetarian in high school? Like between middle school and high school. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's before you typically start eating goose. (laughs) Yeah. It's like duck. It's very similar. Um, The fork may be used in the American style in the left hand while cutting and in the right hand to pick up food or the European continental style fork always in the left hand. There we go. Interesting. I like that. I like that. Kind of ambidextrous. Yeah. The napkin should be left on the seat of a chair only when leaving temporarily. Upon leaving the table at the end of a meal, the napkin is placed loosely on the table to the left of the plate. Okay. I didn't know that. All right. Interesting. Now we're getting to the stuff that I'm more interested in, which is just uh, other countries. Other countries that, yeah. India. In formal settings, the host asks the guest to start the meal. Generally, one should not leave the table before the host or the eldest person finishes his or her food. It is also considered impolite to leave the table without asking for the host or the elder's permission. Normally, whoever completes first will wait for others, and after everybody is finished, I'll leave the table. Oh, that sounds so boring, though. Just have to wait for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're the oldest person, everyone's just watching you eating. I know. <laughs> and you're probably doing it so slow. Yeah. <laughs> So mean of me. <laughs> In a traditional Indian meal setup, the following is observed. Normally, the plate is served with small quantities of all the food items. A cardinal rule of dining is to use the right hand when eating or receiving food. Hand washing, both before sitting at a table and after eating, is important. Small amounts of food are taken at a time, ensuring that food is not wasted. Oh, I like that. Yeah. It is considered important to finish each item on the plate out of respect for the food being served. Traditionally, food should be eaten as it is served without asking for salt or pepper. It is, however, now acceptable to express a personal preference for salt or pepper and to ask for it. Oh, good. Right. You got. You have to be like, I'm just weird and I like it. <laughs> it's my weird thing. <laughs> distorting or playing with food is unacceptable. Oh, I love distorting food. <laughs> <laughs> eating at a moderate pace is important as eating too slowly may imply a dislike of the food and eating too quickly is considered rude. Generally, it is acceptable to burp, slurp while at the table. 
Hell yeah. <laughs> Staring at another diner's plate is also considered rude. Oh, I like to do that. I like to stare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is inappropriate to make sounds while chewing. So you can burp. You can you burp can't. and slurp, but <laughs> you can't make sounds. Wow. While chewing. Oh, interesting. Certain Indian food items can create sounds, so it is important to close the mouth and chew at a moderate pace. <laughs> is it only Indian foods that can create sounds? <laughs> it's sort of a weird sentence. <laughs> this is a very weirdly written page. A weird thing I noticed in India is that when you go to a restaurant, the way and you like we went to like a Chinese restaurant in India, uh-huh. the waiter would take all the food and like serve onto our individual plates from oh, the like main dish. Interesting. Which I found really strange. Yeah. I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense, but it's also um, but I was like, yeah. I can serve myself. How do you know how much I want to eat? Yeah. And how do you know how we want to divide this up? Yeah. Interesting. At the dining table, attention must be paid to specific behaviors that may indicate distraction or rudeness. Answering phone calls, sending messages, and using inappropriate language are considered inappropriate while dining and while elders are present. Okay. That's that, kind of- yeah, that, that tracks. That All makes right. sense. China. China. Uh, seating and serving customs play important roles in Chinese dining etiquette. For example, the diner should not sit down or begin to eat before the host or guest of honor has done so. When everyone is seated, the host offers to pour tea, beginning with the cup of the eldest person, which that seems like, in LA at least, that's like an, an opportunity for extreme rudeness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the youngest person is served last as a gesture of respect for the elders. Just as in Western cultures, communal utensils, chopsticks, and spoons are used to bring food from communal dishes to an individual's own bowl or plate. It's considered rude and unhygienic for a diner to use his or her own chopsticks to pick up food from communal bowls and plates when such utensils are present. Yes, this makes sense. This makes sense. Other potentially rude behaviors with chopsticks include playing with them, separating them in any way, such as holding one in each hand. Oh, Oh, I didn't know that. Piercing food with them or standing them vertically in a plate of food. How would you do that? <laughs> the latter is especially rude, evoking images of incense or joysticks used ceremoniously at funerals. Wow. Whoa. So if you just like stab it into your chicken and just let it sit let there. Let it sit there, which is just like, what, who would do? Oh, I guess if you're just like, if you do it with like the mouth part down to be like, I'll be right back. And yeah. Just, okay, yeah. I can don't, see that. Yeah. yeah. A rice bowl may be lifted with one hand to scoop rice into the mouth with chopsticks. It is also considered rude to look for a piece one would prefer on the plate instead of picking up the piece that is closest to the diner, a symbol of fairness and sharing to the others. Oh, yeah. So you can't just, like, dig for your for the best-looking piece of food. Oh, but I love to dig. Yeah. I agree with this rule. I like this rule. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. You like not, you like. I don't like, I don't like this tragedy of the common sort of like scramble for the best pieces. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Just like everyone deal with what, you know. Is yeah. It, unless you're going to like talk about it ahead of time and everyone agrees that like one person likes this type and you know, like yeah. I just feel like. Yeah. Oh yeah. If there's like, a, I get stressed out. If there's like a communal dish and you're yeah. trying to, that's yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that Tim Robinson sketch about the nachos. Where he's on a date with that woman and she keeps oh, yeah. eating all of the fully loaded nachos. And he tries and he, to get yeah. the waiter to come talk to her about it. Uh, one of the best. Okay. Such a weird yeah. concept. Blown up to be so important. But I get it. Yeah. It's relatable. Yeah. The last piece of food on a communal dish is never served to oneself without asking for permission. Oh, this is universal. This is universal, yeah, right? It's like, is anyone going to finish that? Yeah. Yeah. When, <laughs> when offered the last bit of food, it is considered rude to refuse the offer. Oh. oh. It is considered virtuous for diners to not leave any bit of food on their plates or bowls. 
Condiments such as soy sauce or duck sauce may not be routinely provided at high-quality restaurants. The assumption is that perfectly prepared food needs no condiments and the quality of the food can be best appreciated. I feel like that's pretty universal, too. Some of these are just like a little disappointing in how universal they seem. Where I'm like, I want something. I mean, the chopsticks thing, that's like real specific and I like that. Oh, I guess the China one links to a main article that probably yeah, has more. Probably has I'm like, more. Because like slurping is definitely a huge thing in China. Yeah. Like slurping soups and stuff that you uh, wouldn't do here. Yeah. I'm curious. I'm curious about that page, but. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe another time. Another time. Korea. In formal settings, a meal is commenced when the old, eldest or most senior diner at the table partakes of any of the foods on the table. Before partaking, intention to enjoy their meal should be expressed. Similarly, satisfaction or enjoyment of that meal should be expressed at its completion. (laughs) I think this is universal, too. I'm going to enjoy this. (laughs) (laughs) This looks yummy. (laughs) Indeed, it was yummy. (laughs) On occasion, there are some dishes which require additional cooking or serving at the table. In this case, the youngest or lowest ranked adult diner should perform this task. When serving, diners are served food and drink in descending order, starting with the eldest or highest ranked diner to the youngest or lowest ranked. I want to know how they're ranking these people. I know. Are they just guessing? <laughs> if not by age, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess if you're eating with coworkers mm-hmm. or army buddies. Yeah. <laughs> Rice is always consumed with a spoon and never with chopsticks in formal settings. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Picking up one's plate or bowl and bringing it to the mouth is considered rude. Oh, that's very different. Yeah. Usually, diners will have a bowl of soup on the right with a bowl of rice to its left. Alternatively, soup may be served in a single large communal pot to be consumed directly or ladled into individual bowls. How would you consume it directly from a large communal pot? Just take... If you just (laughs) lean in and start eating out of it? Just like with a bunch of straws sticking out? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Dining utensils will include a pair of chopsticks and a spoon. Common chopsticks etiquette should be followed, see chopstick etiquette, but (laughs) rice is generally eaten with the spoon instead of chopsticks. Often some form of protein, meat, poultry, fish, will be served as a main course and placed at the center of the table within reach of the diners. Banchan will also be distributed throughout the table. If eaten with spoon, banchan is placed on the spoonful of rice before entering the mouth. With chopsticks, however, it is fed to the mouth directly. The last piece of food on a communal dish should not be served to oneself without first asking for permission, but if offered the last bit of food in the communal dish, it is considered rude to refuse the offer. So, okay, this is confusing to me because if you want the last piece of food, yeah. you you have to wait till it's offered to you. Yeah, but if you offer it to some, like, but you're not allowed to, I guess if you're <laughs> so, so like, does anyone else want this? Yeah. But then if someone else hears that as an offer, they have to take it. Yeah. Even though you're the one who wants it. It just seems like no one's getting what they want in that situation. Yeah. Maybe I'm misunderstanding. Maybe it is just sort of like, if you say, may I have the last piece? Yeah. Then that's okay. Say, does anyone want this? I think, I think that's supposed to be taken as like, you're politely offering it to other people, but you are interested. But you're not offering it to someone specific. Because if you offer it to someone specific, then they have to take it. Yeah. So you just got to be like, does anyone want this? Because I kind of want it. (laughs) 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 Anyone want to split this? (laughs) (gasps) bowls of rice or soup should not be picked up off the table while dining an exception being made for large bowls of korean noodle soup oh my god i'm starving slurping while eating noodles and soup is generally acceptable it is not uncommon to chew with the mouth open no that's very different okay yeah if alcohol is served with a meal it is common practice that when alcohol is first served for the eldest or highest ranked diner to make a toast and for diners to clink their glasses together before drinking 
The clinking of glasses together is often done throughout the meal. A host should never serve alcohol to themselves. Likewise, it is considered rude to drink alone. Instead, keep pace with other diners and both serve and be served the alcohol. Soju for everyone. Yeah. Alcohol should always be served to older and higher ranked diners with both hands and younger or lower ranked diners may turn their face away from other diners when drinking the alcohol. What? Oh, interesting. Don't look at me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you swine. Um, I find this very interesting. This is interesting. I uh, wish it had gotten a little more specific yeah. about different countries and included more. Um, the last thing I want to read from this page is under the sea also. There are four links <laughs> under the sea also. <laughs> Eating utensil etiquette. Intercultural competence. Montreal Philippines cutlery controversy. And social graces. <laughs> uh, One of these things is not like the other. Can we... The controversy was an incident in 20, 2006 in which a Filipino-born Canadian boy was punished by his school in Montreal for using his cutlery according to traditional Filipino etiquette. Oh, so it was a hate crime. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's not as fun that's, as I thought it might be. Uh, <laughs> I thought this was going to be like a cutlery convention where like a fight breaks out oh, over I the wish. Best, you know? No. Uh, but just, no, it's just uh, racism. Yeah. Um, very cool. Very cool. This stuff is so fraught. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fraught. And I, it's so, it's so like tied to class too. Yeah. It's like, I just want to know more about every country's yeah. etiquette. It's just so specific and it's so arbitrary in most places, but it's also, it's like so deeply, like there's reasons behind it that I find are really interesting. Do you try to learn the etiquette of countries before you go? Yes. Yeah. Me it's, too. it's hard sometimes. Hard. I don't want to fuck up. Yeah. Like, I mean, the first time I ever really like tried to do that was when we went to Thailand and it was like, it's considered rude to point. And that is such a hard. That one's so hard. It's a, such a hard habit to break. Yeah. So you have to like use your whole hand. Yeah. Or or like three fingers or two fingers or I don't know. But like yeah, it's it's, it's it's very it feels like you're welcoming everyone everywhere. Yeah. Um, we do. We point a lot. We do. It's, but it was a, it was a good exercise. Like it was, you know. I remember before we went to Japan for the first time um, when I was younger, uh, my brother's girlfriend at the time read that like you weren't supposed to eat food while walking. Oh, like, interesting. That's considered very American. But then when we got there, there were often like kiosks with like food that clearly you were meant to eat while walking. Or just while standing. Yeah, but like people were walking people around were eating walking and they eating. definitely yeah. were. Like it was like kind of Yeah, sometimes the, the rules are like outdated. Yeah, or, so yeah. we did it and then she was like, you guys, we can't do this. And it's like, but, but everyone's doing it. Yeah. Including Japanese people. So it's uh, it's tricky. Yeah. yeah. I just I just don't want to like stick out. Yeah. You don't want to seem like you aren't trying to. Yeah. That's the main thing is like as long as it seems like you're trying, it seems like that's. Yeah. The most you can do. I, I don't know. I want to be a good guest. I want to be a good guest. Yeah. Uh, if you could create your own rules of etiquette for your own table, what would they be? I mean, that I, everyone had to follow. I do hate mouth noises. So <laughs> I, I think slurping's okay if it's soup, but I think in general, like any chewing sounds should try to, mm -hmm. people should try to avoid. Okay. Um, it would be mostly sound-based. Yeah, that's just because I get, like, misophonia with that stuff. What about the bones? What should people do with the bones? You know, it's like, I'm fine with people just throwing all their bones in a big bowl in the middle. <laughs> I think that's Put your fine. bones in the bone bowl. 
My, Do they have to take the bones out with a fork? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Just pull it out of your mouth. No one's looking at you. You know, just do it mm-hmm. swiftly and cleanly if you can. Um, yeah, when I was at home, my mom made like a seafood soup. And so we had to like pull mussel shells and stuff. Oh, man. And we, just, my mom just brought out a bowl so we could just throw them in the bowl. Like, yeah, whatever. That makes sense. Yeah. And if you're eating chicken off a bone, you need to like, eat all the meat off it. You can't just like eat the good parts that are easy to eat and then put the bone back on the plate. You need to like, you need to suck on the bone. You need to suck on the bone. You need to finish it. Like that shit's embarrassing. I feel like there's this, um, (laughs) there's this perception that white people don't know how to eat all the chicken off chicken bones. I saw that online recently. Oh yeah. I think I saw that too. (laughs) So we gotta, we gotta be better. (laughs) This is one of the things I don't have to deal with. Uh, It's honestly one of my favorite things about being a vegetarian is I don't have to deal with like gristle or bones or any, like all vegetarian meat. You can eat every single part of it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's my favorite thing about being a vegetarian. It's really so much nicer and less wasteful in every way. Yeah. I mean, I guess they make these like fake drumsticks where like the bone is like a stick. Oh, it's like a literal wooden stick. It's like a wood, like a bamboo stick. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it's very easy to get everything off of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, those are so good. Yeah. They're really good. I do like vegetarian and vegan meat. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Anyways. I don't know if I would have any rules like that. No rules? No rules? I mean, People are just eating with their hands? I think people shouldn't be able to eat with their hands, I guess. Yeah. But what about Ethiopian food? Oh, yeah. I mean, for unless it's like you're supposed to. Yeah. yeah. But like maybe everyone just gets um, gloves, <laughs> special <laughs> special food eating gloves. Mitts. Yeah. Eating mitts <laughs> that have a bunch of like like Edward hands, sort of like tines and stuff on them <laughs> that you can just sort of like grab the food with and stab it and. My mitts are like, they're kind of sticky and have nubs on them so I can more easily grip the food. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. It's like, <laughs> uh, I have these gloves that I wear to like brush my dog so that it seems yeah. like I'm petting him. Uh, it's like that, but for, food, but for food, yeah. I like that for food. Yeah. <laughs> you push, put your mitts in the dishwasher. Exactly. Yeah. Oh God, someone make these. This sounds great. <laughs> and there's like a... A, a spoon one. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to design this. I, I wish like bibs were cooler because I want like, I need oh, to protect yeah. my clothing more. Like I'm always getting stains on my clothes. I oh yeah. Just like a full bib that like drapes over my lap <laughs> would be really ideal. I just get food all over my face. Yeah. I'm like a very, very messy eater. And so I, I feel try like- not to, but I still feel like I get food in the corners of my mouth and it's so gross. I hate that. Yeah. <sighs> It's a problem. It's a problem. Yeah. Whatever. What are you going to do? Well, thank you for this Wikipedia page. That concludes Wiki of the Week. Uh, It's time now for What Did I Learn? What did I learn? Lisa, what did you learn today? I learned I should uh, only grip white wine and rosé by the stem. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really drink wine, but... I don't either. Good to know. It's too bad because I really like holding it by the bowl and swirling it around. And being I do like, too. Yeah. What do you think of what's going on? If you could just yeah. pour your peach pear LaCroix into a yeah. wine glass and swirl it. Mm-hmm. I, LaCroix tastes great when you air it out a little. No, it doesn't. It you got to let it, it breathe. Gets worse it gets longer. flat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I learned that um, uh, you should not stick your chopsticks straight up when you're yeah. eating in China. Because it looks, it looks like incense. Yeah. 
Um, Looks like you're at a funeral. I guess so. Yeah. Um, that and you also shouldn't do walrus tusks. Yes, you also shouldn't play with them at all. Um, but I also just I feel like it's played out anyway. Like yeah. etiquette aside, it's like what yeah. what new what new things are you bringing to the genre? Yeah, of uh, of chopstick of play. chopstick humor, of chopstick prop comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I wish that they had a bunch of pictures of people playing with their food. I know. Yeah. This article could use some massaging. Yeah. Um, that's our show. Uh, thank you for listening. You can, uh, rate us five stars, please. Rate us five stars on iTunes. Yeah. And and anywhere. Is iTunes still real? I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I don't know. Is it? Yeah. Well, if you do and you leave a funny comment, I'll read your name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, email us at babygeniusespodcast at gmail.com. And thanks to Rob Para for recording this stuff. Thanks to Nate Heller for our theme music. And, and goodbye. goodbye. Yay. Baby we harmonized there at the end. We know everything. Baby geniuses. We know everything. Baby geniuses. We know everything. Baby geniuses. Listen, I'm a hotshot Hollywood movie producer. You have until I finish my glass of kombucha to pitch me your idea. Go. All right. It's called Who Shot Ya, a movie podcast that isn't just a bunch of straight white dudes. I'm Ify Whitey the new host of the show and a certified BBN. BBN? Buff black nerd. I'm Alonzo Duraldi, an elderly gay and legit film critic who wrote a book on Christmas movies. I'm Drea Clark, a loud white lady from Minnesota. Each week, we talk about a new movie in theaters and all the important issues going on in the film industry. It's like Guess Who's Coming to Dinner meets Cruising. And if it helps seal the deal, I can flex my muscles while we record each episode. I'm sorry, this is a podcast? I'm a movie producer. How did you get in here? Iffy, quick, start flexing. Bicep, lats, chest. Who shot you? Dropping every Friday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.